Hey, aloha. This is Jeff Reinbold with Michael McQuaid, and we are going to take some questions live right now. We are live, and I hope some of the this gets cut out on our on the way. <laughs> Jeff, people listening to this podcast, what day is it right now? Don't don't go there. Don't no? do not go there. No, Why not? I'm not. No. Keep well, that, keep, put that finger down. Do not bring that guy onto the show. He couldn't annoy you that much. Well, actually, right now, so if you're in Hawaii, what time does Monday Night Football truly start? Like uh, Monday Night Football starts, let's see, that would be six. It's about 12 hours earlier than it starts in Ireland. That's absolute. One o'clock in the afternoon. One o'clock in the afternoon. afternoon. Mike, the other morning, I got in. We I got in and woke up. Uh, we got in really late, so we stayed over in Kona. Just got a hotel room in Kona. I got up the next morning at 7 a.m. I wake up, and the games have already started. Where I'm I, here, don't even say that the games are like the games had started when you went to bed for my game. I was at yesterday, and um, where I'm from, Kona is a car. Uh, Owen Farrell says the Irish faithful are sad dot, 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 at the moment. Well, Owen, I've got a question for Jeff. Now, people that aren't aware of this, Jeff is a big, big Raiders fan. And we had the opportunity to meet Joe Steele yesterday. And Joe was talking about how he was such a big Leeds fan, Jeff, because he's not good. He's That's not good. A, he's I, I, now I, a minority shareholder of Leeds United. How does that make you feel as a Raiders fan that your main rival or used to be rival is, you know, taking over Leeds? Do you care? No, because anybody that can help Leeds get back to the premiership, anybody that can put Leeds back where they belong, which is at the pinnacle, the pinnacle of the football world, and I'm using your football world, right, which is where we belong, truly belong, the magnificent whites, that's where we belong. Anybody that can help us do that, I'm okay with. Anybody. Like anybody? Anybody. Even Taylor Swift. Yes. I said. Wow. Wow. Well. You said it, so I will say no more. And um, you know, look, I have to say Joe, Joe was great, but I mean, like you guys have a Johnny Giles, Robbie Keane playing for you, so I can't say too much just for that. So I'll say no more. And um, right, we got a few questions. Uh, big shout out to everyone watching us, listening to this. Kev from London. Hi Jeff. Last year the Giants got the luck on games, for example, like the Bills on Sunday. What's your thoughts on the schedule? Can you get to? Sorry, what's your thoughts for the schedule they can get to given the injuries and O-line? Um, I was surprised how close they kept it, Jeff. But even if you looked at that first that game between my Denver Broncos and my Kansas City Chiefs, who I hate, slash love, of course, that was a very low scoreline. Yeah. It, it, you know, again, the whole weekend was kind of abysmal, if you like, offensive football. There really wasn't anybody with the exception of the Dolphins that really hung numbers. So... Um, I, I think, you know, we look at the Giants and, you know, you just see what the problems are. It's so evident what the problems are. They cannot block anybody. Their offensive line now is starting to get chewed up. And so if you've got if, if you got a bad offensive line to start with, imagine what you got when the backups to a bad offensive line get on the field. And that's what they're faced with right now. And they better be careful if Daniel Jones is the guy that they want to be the captain of the ship going forward putting him out there behind those guys because they may get him hurt worse than he's hurt right now with that neck. Okay, my friend. Okay, my friend. Uh, we've got a message from Luke, who is from Glasgow. Hi, Jeff. Excited for your meetup in a few weeks' time. What do you think 
of the Detroit Lions, do you feel like they can go all the way this season, or do you think they're a couple of years short? Well, I, I you know, I think it's a little early to say they're going to be in the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to be in the conversation if they can keep going as they're going right now. It's a five and one football team. They're tied for the best record in the National Football League. Now, do they have some deficient areas? Yeah, I think they do. Right? I'm not sure when push comes to shove if the secondary is going to be able to hold up because they got to stay healthy. Right. And I think when you look around at that football team, they have improved in every facet of, of, you know, their, their game. I think they need still one big inside guy, one, you know, what we call three technique, the guy that plays over the guard uh, that can be a dynamic pass rusher for them. I think if they get that, then they're really going to be nasty on defense, but this is a team that you got to like the composition. You got to like the, the toughness you got to like the resiliency and you got to like the competitiveness of that football team they are exactly like their head coach i'll be get a pint with don campbell at some point my man trev from mayo in ireland he's coming to your event in galway jeff so big bills fan you have mentioned this a couple of things but even if you want to go into maybe a bit more detail on it hi jeff and michael my question is was the buffalo bills win last night a good, dirty win or a win covering up concerns? Get well soon, Jeff. Trev. Get well real soon, Trev. And I think you can look at it two ways, right? Number one, you know, over the course of 17 games, you're going to win some like that. You got to win some like that, right? And they're not pretty. They're not ones you want to brag about. They're, you know, they're going to have a hard time finding video highlights of it, but they're wins. And at the end of the season, and I say this, you know, this is a coaching cliche. They never ask how, they just ask how many, and that's about wins. And so they got one last night. If you're the if you're the Giants, you got to be just gutted because there's one that slipped away from you that could have been a, I think a step stepping stone, launching pad kind of game. But the reality of it is, the Bills were just good enough, and sometimes just good enough is good enough. We've got one here from Paul, who is from, going by his Twitter account, a galaxy far, far, far away. He's really hit that one on the head. Any thoughts in the very low-scoring week of games, Jeff? It seems quarterback play is fair to middling so far this season. Uh, you know, it's, like you know, again, we all talk about, and I've talked about on the previous show and on this show about, you know, there were just some very average offensive performances over the weekend, you know, and some defenses. And that's not, you know, I think that's not unusual for some of these offenses. You know, there's now five weeks, six weeks of tape that, that the defensive coordinators can study. And the more tape that's out there, the harder it is offensively. So I think that's part of the part of it. And I think some of it's just a little bit of an, an, an anomaly. It's just one of those crazy weekends where, doesn't seem like anybody could get the thing in the end zone on a consistent basis. And, you know, you look at the games that we've talked about, the Browns and the 49ers. I mean, you play that game, I, I, and I'm not down in the Browns, but you play that game 10 times, seven times, the 49ers are going to win. But they didn't this game. And, you know, the, the Browns did what they had to do, and that's the bottom line. This next one's from my man, Keith, who's from Ireland. He's a big Dolphins fan. Keith. The Steins are on you in 20 or 19 days' time, my friend. See you soon. Hi, Jeff. Will the potential return of the two Jalen's to Miami defense make a difference in the business end of the season? And I'm going to add 
a little double part to this question, Jeff. Will Keith have a good time in Frankfurt? Is Frankfurt a good city for you know a few a, a few scoops, shall we say? And I'm not talking about ice cream. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. There's every every place in Germany is a pretty good place for two scoops. <laughs> that's been my when I was doing field research in that area. That's what my field research. <laughs> research. <laughs> but Keith, I know you guys are gonna have a great time in in Germany. Uh, let's talk about the two Jalen's getting back to the Miami defense. The Miami defense is pretty good right now, right? I mean, I think they're pretty doggone good right now. And anytime you get a frontline player, you know, like those guys are, and or particularly, I'm going to use Jalen Ramsey as my number one, you know, illustration is when you get a great cover corner that allows you to do so many more things. And you know, Fangio's a veteran coordinator who understands how to use personnel. And I think you know the more the more chess pieces he has the better he coaches. And that's, that's everybody. You look at that offense. I mean, they're extremely dynamic. They do a lot of really neat things, but you know, as long as you got the cheetah, you got a chance. And and I think as Miami gets healthier, if they don't lose any more guys down the stretch, they're going to be a, certainly a team that we'll be talking about in January. Interesting field research, Jeff. We, we got a few more minutes for questions. I think if you have to go, don't worry. Uh, I, I know your arm is going mad. I can imagine. So two or three more questions. We'll go, Mr. Watt, Hi, Jeff. What do you make of Kyle Shanahan's play call at the end as, as he had purdy spiked the ball, even though they had one timeout left? Surely they could have ran one more play in third down, lined up the field goal easier than just calling a timeout. What's your thoughts on this? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I, I agree with, I agree with uh, what Shanahan did because he left them enough time that they didn't have to hurry the field goal, which is unsettling to a kicker. They had lined the play up previously. They had run the ball right where they wanted to run it. And so as soon as he had it in that situation, he had he had Purdy spike the ball. I agree with the call, right? I, I completely agree with the call. What you don't want at the end of the game is run a play and then all of a sudden a guy struggles for extra yardage or whatever, or you get a negative yardage play or a fumble. I mean, you, you really – it's it, comes down to mitigating the risk at that point i mean you got to hit a whatever it was 35 yard field goal or whatever that thing was i mean you've got to be able to hit that you're a pro kicker and and if you can't if you can't hit in that situation they're going to be you know you're not going to be around very long and so i agree with what shanahan did eric and cardiff jeff yesterday there was a lot of talk from adam Schefter and different people asking about a potential super bowl in london do you think this is any conversation in terms of possibility at all or do you think it's spin just to get headlines I, I think it's spin for headlines to be real honest with you i'm sure that people talk about it i mean but they talk about a lot of things but you know you got to understand the economic impact of a super bowl coming to your city michael you've seen it you've seen what it's like you know when a, when the super bowl comes to town well you know that's not american cities are not going to give that up without a fight and so it because of the way the Super Bowl is, you have to bid on the Super Bowl. Now, certainly London, if they chose, let's say London, it's been has had an Olympic Games. It has the wherewithal to bid against L.A. or New York or Miami or New Orleans or any of the other big cities in the United States. But I just really think there will be so much there would be so much political pressure on the NFL if they would lose that game. It would be ridiculous. Outside the country. Pardon me? It would be 
like not even like I agree with you. Not, not even that there. Look, obviously we want it all to happen, like and grow and grow, and of course. But if the Arizona Cardinals got the Super Bowl in five years' time in London, do they really expect every local media to fly over to London for a week and sit in a warehouse? That is not going, and like never mind that there. But like all the rest of the media in the states to come, like for people that aren't aware of this, they all come to Radio Row. They're not going to fly over to London for a week. That is not that can't happen. Well, I, I don't. I agree with you, Mike. I think there's that's just another of the issues. But to me, the always the, whenever you address something with the National Football League or you know Premiership Soccer or you know the NBA or Major League Baseball or NHL or any of these gigantic sports enterprises, the number one thing is always money. What does it do for us financially? And then what is the impact, you know, to the communities financially? You know, the other thing about that game is that everything that goes around that game and all the logistical things that are involved in putting on that game. I, and, and like I say, London is a world-class city. It's had the Olympic Games. You know, it, you know, you get Wimbledon every year. You get world-class sporting events every year. But, again, I just can't see how the politicians in the United States – are ever going to let that game get out of, you know, the United States, just from a financial standpoint. Final questions from Owen, big Niners fan, hurting today. Sorry, Owen, hope you're doing well. Five and one, man, you're grand. As a coach, Jeff, what do the coaches need to do to help Moody after his field goal Well, I think number one, he's got to, he's got to understand. He obviously he feels awful about it, right? He feels terrible about it. And, you know, there's a, there's a kind of a, you know, his teammates will congrats. Some of his teammates will say, you know, They'll pat him on the back and say, yeah, got to come back and, you know, go next week, which is the truth. And then there'll be a segment of his teammates that will look at him, you know, down, you know, with a, with stink eye from, you know, because he missed it, right, all week long. And he'll have to get them back on his side. You know, the the physical part of being a kicker, the, the, the um, technique part of being a kicker is hard enough, right? It's hard enough. You're not hitting a round ball. You're hitting an oblong ball that doesn't travel in the air. It doesn't cut the air the same way a round ball does, right? And then it also requires – it's not like a penalty kick in soccer with a ball. You put the ball on the ground the way you want it. Nobody's standing in front of you. Nobody's trying to knock your head off, not trying to block the thing. And you don't have to have it passed between your legs to another guy on his knee to have it put in a spot that you can't there's you don't even know what the spot is there he's looking at what he hopes to be the spot but that that hold has to be immaculate right and so it looks so easy when we watch it on tv and we go to the park with a soccer ball and we put it through the you know we put it through the net from 30 meters and you say well why how in the world this guy can't do it well it's a little bit different when you're standing out there and there's 12 you know 11 other guys and you're relying on 11 other guys on your team to do their job so it doesn't get blocked and then all the pressure and all the you know all of it i think the psychological aspect will be the hardest part for him to come back from but he's going to have to do it because it's part of the business love it jeff and i've also missed this noises of birds in the background we're back, baby. It's almost like pure off-season form. We're almost there. Here, I uh, hope you enjoy your week in Hawaii. I'm presuming, and I'll ask you publicly live, we're good to go Thursday night, baby. Yeah? We are good to go, man. We are going to be live 
and talking football. Live, uninterrupted, unscripted. And you know, because today is, we'll be on, we'll be, we'll be back on Thursday, but today is lunes. Lunes, Michael. Is, you can okay. You can uncork your guy now if you want to uncork. I your can't guy. because the audio doesn't go on the podcast. So <laughs> I, I might do it whenever I hit the button to say goodbye here. But Jeff, thank you all so much. In the sport, big thanks to them. Jeff, I'll see you Thursday night. And uh, all right, aloha, my friend. And to everybody out there that that uh, makes this the most fun part of my week. Thank you very much. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs>